0: Yo, what's going on guys welcome back to another episode of the vegas hangover this is your boy jerome i'm over here with my co-host keone what's up what's up uh by the way thanks again guys for always supporting our channel um uh, just to remind you again you can catch us on podbean it's the vegas uh, hangover.podbean.com um so thank you for your continued support and today uh we got a special guest um she is a vegas photographer uh, so you know she's taking dope shots out there um, definitely hit her up um, we're gonna drop her links in a little bit and also um, the reason why we invited her because you know she used to be in the nightlife scene so she was a Vegas promoter uh, she's, she's gonna give us the insider look of how it is uh, you know to be a promoter in Vegas right that's right I'm sure a lot of you guys know on the strip that, you know, when you walk down the strip, you see all these promoters inviting you to come to the club and, you know, she's going to give us a peek behind those curtains to let us know how it goes down. So give it up one time. We got Stephanie in the building. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going, Stephanie? What's going on? Hey, by the way, uh, Keone, you're a good friend of Stephanie, right?
1: Yeah, I, I know her well. <laughs> how long have you known her? um probably since she started promoting i've seen her out there yes i used to promote too
0: so uh stephanie how you doing today by the way like what you what you've been up to
2: been doing good. Uh, had a little bit of a late start, but hanging in there. Up, uh, all, up all night, right? Yeah, You know, photography keeps me busy. You gotta gotta make sure everybody's got the content that they need. Hey, just
0: real quick, like it was super interesting when you came in today. You had some crystals in your pocket, right?
2: Yes, always. So,
0: so um, these crystals that you have, like, what do they represent? Like, is it for like good vibes, good energy, or? So, I mean, is yeah. it something that we have to we could smoke or no, not? <laughs>
2: definitely might be able to smoke it Um, and I mean the idea behind it is to just kind of uh, instill good energy but for me personally it's just kind of a comfort to know that I can have them in my hand and in my pocket something to play with something to uh, just kind of hold on to in case anything kind of gives me anxiety or makes me feel out of place it's kind of like a homing
0: yeah I mean we all need that I mean I think some people they they meditate right yeah (laughs) what about you Keone what do you do
1: I carry crystals too crystals (laughs)
0: crystals meth is that what it's called no i'm just kidding (laughs) Uh, so hey so interesting topic today so we are vegas hangover you know we're giving you guys like an insider look of everything vegas um you know a lot of people wondering about promotions you know i was in the nightlife industry keone's in the nightlife industry at some point um so with first before we tell people how you get into the promotions um like a little bit by yourself like where you from originally
2: um a little background so originally i'm from new york uh i came from like a little hippie town called new paltz uh it's exactly what you would think it's a small little college town with a bunch of kids running around drinking at the bars it's exactly what you'd expect from a small town okay small town vibes yeah um I moved out of there about five years ago because small town vibes are not the scene for a Stephanie personally. So yeah. I went ahead and I left. I moved out here with $300 in my pocket and a car full of clothes and I just yeah. kind of made it happen.
0: I love that. I mean, yo, that's like, I hear that story a lot and that's very brave though. You know what I mean? Cause like, you don't, do you have family out here or are you just. No, my entire family lives in Florida
2: and in New York. What made you pick
0: Vegas? you just kind of like, fuck it, I'm out.
2: I was supposed to move to California with a buddy who ended up bailing on me like three weeks before we were supposed to leave and wow. I had already quit my job. So I was just like, screw it, what's the next best place? Yeah, I guess was the answer. Did you did you
1: always see yourself being a promoter when you got here, or are you just like, oh, this looks like a dope job?
2: Well, actually, my dream is to do photography for the festival scene. So I've always just kind of wanted to yeah. work for EDC, Tomorrowland, travel around the world, capture those joyous moments that we see yeah. on TV and on videos constantly online of people enjoying festivals and musical events that you know you can't really experience unless you're actually there in, in the moment.
0: That's pretty cool. So you want to document uh, the emotion, right? Yes. The that, parties, the craziness. Mm-hmm. So with Vegas though, is like, have you been to Vegas before? Before you moved out here, or that was like your first time?
2: Actually, yes. I came out to Vegas one other time for Ex- Exodus Music Festival. Because before I moved here, I didn't know that you could get into all the clubs for a promoter. Yeah. <laughs> <Come Wow. figure. laughs> So you pre-bought your tickets and stuff? I pre-bought my tickets and I yeah. came out here and I got I got the fast lines and everything. I had the time of my life. I got to check out every single one of the clubs with the exception of One Oak, which was sad because it was my one of my clubs. I still never got to go, but um, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a great time. And I was out here for about 10 days by myself, solo trip. I stayed at Silver Sevens. Uh, yeah, Silver Sevens, baby. <laughs> yeah, let's get it. Um, and yeah, it was a great time. And then I moved out yeah. here literally a month later. Yeah, Silver 7 is a pretty solid spot. I like Silver 7s. Hey, it treated me right. I won like $500 mm-hmm. my first night. 500 <laughs>
1: Okay. Is, is it okay to disclose like um, where you worked at?
2: Or... Oh, yeah. I mean, I worked for a Hakkasan group. Uh, I had no prior promotions experience. Uh, the GM at the time, Andrew, was just very, very kind. Gave me a shot based on my personality and how yeah. I interacted with others and fortunately i crushed it there you go because
1: there's a lot of promotion teams in vegas so what made you pick like hakasana yeah how'd you
0: get into it so you let's let's paint the picture so she moves to vegas three hundred dollars in her pocket right were you staying at a friend at that point or were you like uh i
2: moved into a seagull suites over on swinston in maryland Suites,
0: baby by the way if you pay your rent on
2: time free breakfast that's right that's right (laughs) 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 if you don't those late fees will catch (laughs) you
0: Hey man, you got to do what you got to do. So you were a Single Suites, and then um, how did you find, like, uh, how did you meet Andrew from Hakkasan?
2: Honestly, I was just kind of going through, I I was trading for a year, I took a year off to learn how to day trade, and okay. I was looking for something to kind of branch further into my photography skills, and I figured the nightclubs were a good place to start, and I'm one yeah. of those types of people that likes to start from the bottom and work my way up, yeah. so I've always been a dishwasher to a cook, etc. And so I figured promotions to a photographer was the best way to go. So started, I just, I just started putting out applications. people, yeah. Yeah, and Hakkasan Group was kind enough to hire me. They were doing a big round of hiring at the time, and it was one of the lucky few. Oh, I like that. So how was, like, the, the interview process? Was it, like, scary? Did it, oh, it was very intimidating. Really? <laughs> very intimidating. You basically just told me how to, like, he, was, he just told me to sell the club and of course I didn't know what to say at the time so for me at the time all I had an appreciation was, was for the music and the light show and the emotion that people feel when they yeah. get to hear that and experience that so it's kind of all I had to go by and he was just like nope you're selling yourself have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, cool. I
0: wonder if they would ask you like uh, nightclub related stuff like you know like which DJ's dad was a former wrestler?
2: <laughs> like, like Steve, a pop quiz during the interview. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what did Steve Aoki's father do for Las Vegas yeah. prior to him becoming a DJ? <laughs> <laughs> and believe it or not, I could answer that. Didn't his dad own like a
0: Benihanas? Benihanas. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Benny, see, she knows, bro. <laughs> you
2: didn't know that, right, Kim? Oh, I knew that.
1: I yeah. watched the documentary on Netflix.
2: That's definitely the only reason I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so look, promotions for for you guys
0: listening, uh, man. Promotions is like it's a whole nother. Game it's a hustle, yes. so it's one of those jobs where you can make a lot of money, but you know it's not easy. No, a lot of hard work, a lot of talking to people, a lot of networking.
1: Did you experience any of the eat dog promoter type, like like other promoters like taking your groups or?
2: I think every industry is kind of subjected to people trying to make sure that their selves are protected in the mean, in the sense that people are going to make sure that their jobs are secure and at the end of the day that never really affected me because I always had the numbers to kind of cushion myself from that kind of yeah that kind of side hustle so I mean, although I did get to kind of like see it happening on the sidelines, it was never anything that really affected me. So it was never anything that I really gave any mind to at the end of the day, as long as everybody was eating and making money, I was a happy camper. So there was right. never anything to, to really hate on for
0: Yeah. So how, look, so for example, like your first day, right? So you get hired, right? So, so you guys understand. So in Vegas, um, you know, nightclubs pay for, you know, promoters uh, get hired by nightclubs and the promoter's job is to pack the club. And you know, because it's very competitive out here in Vegas, you got different DJs and singers and celebrities at all these clubs. So, you know, it's very competitive because they have to fill this club every night, right? So in the promotions world, um, they give you tools, right? Like to get the people in, you know, like the free drinks, the free cover, but the promoters are the ones that are out there just grinding on social media, on the streets, just inviting people, right? Basically you're a human invitation, correct?
2: Pretty much, yeah.
0: And then the more people that you bring in, the more money you make. Oh, yeah. See, so that's why when you come to Vegas, you're gonna run into all these promoters oh, yeah. that are just hustling, you know what I mean? So so describe your first day with Hakkasan, like, you know, just being thrown out there, ready to work, you know what I'm saying?
2: So my first day was actually a lot of fun. Um, my manager just kind of like, talk to every single person that walks by you. Yeah. Uh, It's a numbers game. Just make sure everybody remembers who you are and and you'll crush it. So my first day actually uh, might have done a little too well. I ended up getting I think my first day I got like forty some on people, but my second wow.
0: yeah forty people first day
2: yeah. But my second day I ended up getting like seventy eight, and it was to the point where every but all the other promoters were like, "Who the hell is this chick?" Yeah. <laughs> okay, I like that. Yeah, See, you got instant clout. You she get like got a gift of a gab. little bit. She got and, the gift the gab. Yeah. And since of course the industry is such a small place, and everybody talks to each other and knows everybody knew who I was before I knew who anybody else was, just because yeah. I came out the gate so strong, so pretty much from day one everybody was like oh you're stephanie and i'm like yeah hi who are you
0: what was your opener like how would you approach the people to invite them to come out
2: i was just really really loud and i would just be like hey guys i got the hookup for the hottest spot in town tonight and whoever showed up showed up did
1: you have any mentors that like you looked up to in hakusan like that you'd be like oh that promoter's good i'm gonna like copy this dude."
2: uh actually yeah there was this one guy his name was David uh he was one of the top five promoters David and Derek actually they were the two that I always kind of like strive to to hustle with uh they were the top two and top five promoters And they just had such a laid back uh, promoter style where they didn't actually like approach people directly. They just kind of like let everybody come to them. And that's just kind of something that I enjoy doing. I don't like directly approaching people because I feel like people get really uh, standoffish and otherwise just kind of like pull back if you try to do that. So I always just kind of tried to not necessarily copy, but embody what they were already doing and kind of like turn it into my own style. Did a tourist ever come up to you and ask you for drugs? oh so many times <laughs> i've been asked for so <laughs> many drugs um acid and ecstasy definitely are the top two, but uh fortunately hockey sign group always paid more than well enough that i never had to resort to such houses hey husbands. guys by,
0: by the way guys drugs are illegal in vegas by the way in
2: case you guys didn't yeah. know
0: we- weed is legal now so that's great but other than weed, you know what I mean? It's still illegal. Don't right. don't ask promoters and get them in trouble. Please don't. Yeah, don't ask them for drugs. <laughs> go to know?
2: Oregon, pick it up
1: beforehand. There there were undercovers that would go around testing yeah. the promoters. Though. They
2: did, yes. I had a few of those that happened yeah. to me actually, and they would come up and ask me for some pretty interesting things. You could
0: tell though. You can sometimes you could almost spot it. Spot them though. You could tell they're undercover. You know, they'll come up to you like, oh, "I'm looking for my friend, uh, Mr. White." Even Mr. White. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. I had like, "No, bro, that... you're a cop." <laughs> right. I had somebody ask me for Sally Sassafras once. I was like, "Sally Sassafras, who?" <laughs> okay.
0: And uh, hookers, yeah, hookers are illegal as well hookers
2: in Vegas. Are so illegal. Yeah. all
0: the fun stuff are pretty much illegal in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> what happens in your hotel room
2: stays
0: in
1: your hotel
2: room, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> so, um, so cool. So, now, what, what, do you, what would you say the most stressful part of the job is? as a promoter
2: the weather yeah because i mean being a promoter you're you're essentially selling your energy and your personality in the order that you kind of bring to the table you're not selling the club so when people come up to you, it's a matter of how like you're carrying yourself that day. And I'ma tell you right now, if it's thirty degree winds outside and it's thirty-nine degrees and you're standing out there in the middle of December and only twenty people want to talk to you, it's kind of miserable and it's hard That's to keep pretty good a good demeanor. 20
1: people at that time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Hey, Jewel what Jewel Mondays were a trip, but hey, twenty. That was always the number. You got it done no matter what. So twenty
0: was the number, huh? That was
2: the number. You made it happen.
0: Hey, by the way guys, you know, promoters are one of the hardest working people out there especially in Vegas like it doesn't matter if it's raining it's cold it's hot those clubs are open if the clubs are open they're out there promoting for That's sure true. right oh yeah now what would you say is the best way to promote as far as like do you prefer like in person or do you feel that uh you know during the, this time is like social media is king as far as like getting groups.
2: I like personal one-on-one interactions personally. I mean, you can talk to people on the internet all day, but communication gets misconstrued when you're reading something through a text versus like hearing it face-to-face. So having somebody say, hey, go to my club at this time on this date for this amount of money or for free is way different than me saying, hey, by the way, what are you doing tonight? You wanna have a good time? I got this awesome place, da 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 You know what I mean?
0: I can see you you still got your spiel.
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I could sell a pen to a spoon so how'd you meet uh, Stephanie? Um, I've just known her from um, just seeing her on the strip yeah uh, when you were promoting? I'm good friends with David who's obviously well known there yeah so everyone just kind of interconnects in that way yeah what would you say
0: uh, Stephanie what would you say is your most memorable like like client that you had? Like just a situation that you know what I mean, that, that client sticks out like, oh man, that was a that was a trip or something, yeah.
2: Okay, I did have this one group that was particularly my favorite. Actually I have a photo with this group. They were really awesome. It was a chick of, uh, it was a group of four chicks. It was a mom, her daughter, and I guess the girl's two friends or her cousins yeah. or something. But all four chicks like went to the club every single night that they were there so for seven days straight they went double club every single night and wow. then on the final night which i think was a saturday or something i was during the day they went to wet night club or white republic uh yeah. and they came up to me they all insisted on coming up to me giving me a big group hug big group picture and they all insisted on kissing me in front of management like right outside standing in front of the line they were giving you kisses yes nice i felt so embarrassed because like i have Like three of my top managers just standing over onto the side, just like watching these random girls push up on me, and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm not trying to do this on purpose, guys.
0: I like that, you know. Makes you look like, you know, like a player right there in front of the club.
2: (laughs) I definitely got a good player photo out of it, if nothing else. (laughs) But they all keep in touch with me on Instagram. They all hit me up all the time. Right, that's one of the best things about being
0: a promoter, though. You get to connect with so many people from
1: all over the world. All over the world, and
2: do people still hit you up even now? Oh yeah. Constantly, I have a group yeah. of clients that are coming. It was actually my favorite group of clients back from. They got VIP tables every single night, but they're coming into town next week, and I'm trying to figure out what a what's to send them to do. Actually,
1: that's. I think a big question nowadays is now that most clubs are still closed, like people are still coming to Vegas thinking like it's a different country or something, and everything's still open.
2: But once they get here, they're like, what is there to do right now? They're like, oh, scooters and uh, fat first Friday drinks. Let's get it. Fat
0: Tuesdays. (laughs) Fat Tuesdays. That's what it's called. There you go. Fat Tuesdays. Hey, that's like a promoter's uh,
1: watering hole. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? All the best people hang out there. But I'd say at least, like, to me, the best things that's going on right now is probably the Blue cruise. Mm -hmm. They got... You know free alcohol on a bus
2: that you go around vegas that's not a bad thing
0: johnny's gonna drop his link
2: (laughs) as he should (laughs) no boost cruise is lit um i've been invited onto the bus to actually take some photos for them for their promotions team and actually promote for them as well Uh, so it's a great um, company
1: common karaoke that that seems like a dope spot Mm -hmm. just chill with your friends get some bottle service do karaoke and what else would you say like would
2: be popping right now? The is doing pretty damn well. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, all the town groups,
0: like clubs, are open, but I think they're considered like lounges, like Tao yeah. Marquee. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Dre's is also open as a lounge. I think yeah. it's downstairs, not upstairs. I'm not quite sure. I
1: wonder if they're still doing the 25% yeah. occupancy. Or
0: Encore at Encore is open as well. I think as a lounge. Oh, is um, that? Are
1: there there's that swim place. Um, big screen, Circa. oh Circa, yeah, the, the, the yeah. stadium
2: swim, so, the stadium swim, yeah, yeah. I heard that's heated. That sounds nice, actually. And then top golf, <laughs> top golf you can't yeah. go wrong with top golf, man. Yeah, so yeah, if
1: you're listening to this, you're coming to Vegas. You're like, what the fuck do I do? It's either downtown, walking around, seeing some homeless people and drinking, or uh, <laughs> always a good time. <laughs> yeah, people watching is
0: always something that you could do, but everything is toned down in Vegas right now, so don't expect like the norm. Uh, you know, no no full-on nightclubs with guest lists and big DJs like normal. Yeah, um, yeah so it's everything kind of more, more chill, you know. But at least there is some kind of freedom here that you probably wouldn't find, like in California or other states that are shut down fully, right? Yeah, for sure. So what would you say, though? Because I know, I believe nightlife is coming back because people... Will always be degenerates. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Everybody has that urge, and uh, they gotta purge the evil. Come to Vegas, get fucked up, you know, party, oh, yeah. do some crazy shit. That's always gonna come back. Um, so, what would you suggest to the people that are listening now when when Vegas when things do open up like normal? Um, you know, as we know, vac- vaccines already out. Whether you like the vaccine or not, you know, uh, you know, we're not talking about that part. We're just saying that at some point it'll come where. People and businesses are going to feel comfortable to be back to normal again, yeah. like big events and things like that. And you know, when that happens, it's going to be a shit show because I feel like everyone's so su- suppressed right now. Like they're just like, it can't go out. It can't do anything. And then when, when shit hits the fan, when everything's back to normal, I mean, benders, I can say benders for <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> Hit the races. Right? Like when you put the mentos in the Coke bottle. it just, <laughs> just exactly. take off. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Pull on explosion.
0: Like three day benders, four day benders, I don't know. You one know? week benders. One week benders sounds a lot yeah. more like. It. Like if you don't get wheelchaired out of a club, did you even really party? Yep. I don't
2: think so. <laughs> <laughs> the Hakusan, uh staircase should take you out on the way down, otherwise, you didn't do it right. I remember one
0: time uh, I saw outside of a club, this drunk girls getting wheelchaired out, and I still see a guy running after this girl trying to take her number.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Respect all you the way to the end
0: like that guy's driven for sure you know what i mean I can but what, that. what would you suggest though as a promoter right so the guys listen up we're listening uh right now to stephanie she's a she's a promoter for hawker group for a while till COVID obviously hit um so what would you suggest to people like when they want to go out clubbing in vegas you know how to be prepared like you know what i mean how to dress like how to get on the guest list so they can get in on time and things like that just so, so they'll have a good experience
2: For the love of God, whatever you do, just don't try to wear Nikes to the damn club. Please, please, for your sake, for our sake, for our management's sake, like it's never gonna work no matter how hard you try, just don't do it. Bring a pair of Vans, they are so much more comfortable. Bring a pair of dress shoes, just, if you think it's casual, it's probably not gonna be good enough for the Vegas club and you will save yourself so much time standing in the line just to get turned away if you just bring the proper shoes and outfit.
0: Correct. So make sure you dress to impress. Please. You can wear jeans. Most clubs wear, let you wear jeans. It's fine. You can wear jeans. No rips. Please. Yeah, yeah.
2: No rips. No and rips. Uh...
0: guys gotta have at least like a decent looking shirt, right?
2: Yep. No, um, no jerseys. Butt no number no collar no
0: sports attire.
2: Correct. Correct. Um,
0: as far as shoes, um, definitely no no. basketball shoes right nothing like sports related
2: if you can go running in it comfortably you probably shouldn't wear it (laughs) there you go flat sole shoes uh or dress shoes for sure or ladies heels flats of course um i don't even think girls can wear normal shoes i mean bands they can wear but even then casual nights are they're, they're a lot more leaning with girls though yeah say.
0: that's true it, it depends on the club but those are like basically like those are like some solid advice as far as like just to make sure that you, you'll be able to get in yeah it's just the overall don't take results. any chances
2: you know what I mean don't try to sneak your drugs in you know oh yeah please don't do that <laughs> you're, you're, they're gonna find them guys they're gonna kick you off the line they're gonna take your name it's gonna be this whole process yes. you're not gonna have anything to do the next day it's not worth it
0: yeah just take the drugs before you get in the club <laughs> That's what your car is made for. I'm just kidding. Don't do drugs, guys. It's just a joke.
2: I don't (laughs) concern.
0: Drugs are bad. (laughs) Don't do drugs, (laughs) guys. But you you can just have fun, right? Just go in the club, drink some alcohol, listen to music, you'll have a great time. You know what I mean? So also like show up on time. Like don't Mm. don't show up when everybody's trying to get in. That's like the biggest thing. Like your promoter even though let's say this promoter has been working for that club for so long he might have some strings that he could pull but most of the time he's not going to be able to help you he or she is not going to be able to help
2: you unfortunately eventually that string is going to be a tampon string and it's not going (laughs) to go anywhere
0: 100 percent, yes so make sure it's better for you to show up on time right you might might be the first guy in the club It's fine you know what i mean but soon enough the club is going to be packed and you're going to have a great time versus somebody that's Showing up late, you're going to be outside the whole time. And by the time you get in, it'll be lights up in like a couple of hours.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think their experience goes a lot more f- smoother if they're like on time, early, get through the line quickly. But if you show up late, you're waiting like two, three hours in line. By the time you get in, you're all like bummed out.
2: It right. just kills your vibe it and does i feel like 11 o'clock is that sweet spot that time where you like you can hop on the line you never really gotta yes. wait for more than an hour unless it's like some wild act like tiesto or drake's in town
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh 11 o'clock's is usually that sweet spot as to when it gets popping
0: there you go guys so as far as like uh where to go after the
2: club right where, where to eat where's your spots oh man to eat i I'm a pretty simple soul. Tacos El Gordo is there you go. Ta- definitely an easy it's one. It's an institution,
0: guys. Tacos El Gordo.
2: Those carne asada tacos, man. Yeah. You can't go wrong. I'm telling you. Yeah. Also, if you're trying to pick up some chicks, man, that's not a bad place to go. That's true. Oh, and Secret yeah. Pizza over in the Cosmo. Oh, Secret Pizza. Yeah. I just learned about this place. If you know, you know, you know. If you know, you know, but you need to know. You need to find this. I definitely
1: go with Focaine. Focaine wrong. Oh Long? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a good one. That was like the hot hot
0: spot after the club. Oh yeah. A lot of people are sleeping on uh, a lot of you guys might not know, but peppermint man. Peppermill. Mm-hmm.
2: See, I haven't tried peppermint yet. Pepper Everybody Mill's keeps telling me to check it
0: out. Especially like, you know, you want to get some good vibes going, you know, you with your date from the club, trying to mm-hmm. keep the party going. Peppermill for sure. I'm you smart. know what I'm saying? So okay, so thank you for sharing all the nightclub experience that you have, you know, as far as like how it was being a promoter and all that. Um, but Let's move on. So now you're not promoting anymore, obviously, because of COVID. Oh. Uh, you move, moved on to photography. So how's how that? Living the dream, right? Living That's right. your dream is to do photography. Uh, taking pictures of, uh, you know, what are you taking? Only fans? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I actually I
2: started with only fans. We grew a lot photography. And there then you go, guys. Just,
0: if you need an awesome photographer for your Only Fans account, up Stephanie, for sure. Damn
2: straight. I'll get you the best content there is on the internet. Boom! Boom! drop the mic. Oh wait, can't do that. <laughs> so how'd you, <laughs> how'd you
0: make that transition to photography?
2: Well, I mean, I've always been into photography since I was back in high school. Uh, working at Hakkasan, fortunately, I did do very well, so I was able to purchase a professional-grade camera. And uh, dedicate a lot more of my time to learning how to use it during COVID, obviously, once March hit and everybody kind of got locked down instead of staying home and dwelling yeah. on all of the woe is me stuff. I went on hikes constantly. Like every other day I was outside on a hike and I had my camera in my hand like at that job. And even now I'm, I'm learning to skateboard and I'm like trying to get brave enough to bring my camera onto the skateboard so that I can get some cool action shots of some of the borders oh, and stuff. Nice. hanging around. But, so. but you've
0: been doing, uh, you've been dabbling with photography since you were younger though, right? Yeah, since I was in the 10th grade. 10th grade. 16. So now, because of, you know, not doing promotions anymore, now you just want to focus on the dream, which is photography for now,
2: right? Yeah, well, because I've always wanted to work for festivals and stuff, so it was a pretty good uh, introduction to doing something different. And with all the live streams and everything going on, it's been a very good opportunity to work with some DJs a lot more closely and personally without having to actually enter the club scene and go through all the extra hoops.
0: Okay, and then uh, as far as, like, the photography, so... Uh, right now, if people want to hit you up, like what are your like expertise in photography currently that you're, like you said, the boudoir, right?
2: So I do do boudoir photography and I do OnlyFans photography. I also, uh, I've been working with a lot of flow artists lately. I have a very yeah. fast shutter speed on my camera, so it's kind of where I excel um, is fast action. Uh, and then my hobby photography is astrophotography. Uh, there's nothing quite like going out on a new moon and catching that milky way at the perfect hour right on the horizon with the homies.
0: I like that. And what are you what are you shooting with? If you don't mind me asking,
2: I got a Canon sixty. Actually, I'm primarily working with a fifty five or fifty millimeter lens. Excuse me. And Turn then on. I also have a seventy to three hundred millimeter lens that I play with from time to time. those drums, drums are photography.
0: I, I do a little bit. You know what I mean. Uh, my dream is to be an OnlyFans photographer. <laughs>
2: Respect. <laughs> I'll help you out, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So late you know, so you guys, uh, you know, if you know somebody that need photography for fans, hit, hit me up or Stephanie, you yeah, know I mean, we'll make it happen. We, we make the best duo in town. Yeah, we'll take you from a $10 membership to uh Top two performers. Yeah, $40, $50 premium, premium membership. Gotcha.
2: 100%. Damn straight.
1: <laughs> so what about you, Kioni? I do the editing, the color grading and stuff, so you guys take the shots
0: i'll play with the design there you go that's the hardest part for all as far
2: as i'm concerned
0: yeah i mean i think that's what what that's the good thing that's coming out of covid is just people like refocusing themselves Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so now people are doing what they normally wouldn't be doing but they would like to do it right but before they couldn't because they're so busy with their current life covid kind of hit the reset button on everybody you now people are, like, kind of soul searching trying to find out what they're passionate about. And I think it's really, really important because, like, you could spend your whole life doing something that you don't like. And then at the end, you're going to be like, holy shit, like, I just, you know, wasted all those years doing something that I hate. You know what I mean? So I think this is definitely a good message to put out there. Um, you know, be like Stephanie. You know, just just try to find where you're, what you're good at, what you love. So that way, you know, you can go after that dream. You know what I mean? And that way you don't regret it. Right, Keone? Yeah. You always wanted to be an editor, right?
1: Hell no. <laughs> I still don't know what I want to do now.
0: <laughs> Keone's been dreaming about editing since he was six.
1: <laughs> he, he dreams of Photoshop in his sleep.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't get a, a Adobe tattoo.
1: That's a good idea, actually. Yeah? <laughs> there you go. We'll set Maybe that up. Maybe they'll give me a discount.
0: So, so as far as your current project, Stephanie, before we wrap it up, so if people want to get a hold of you... Um, Instagram is the best way or
2: uh, Instagram is a great way. Uh, you can follow me at creatively savage. Um, DM me if you wanted to book any bookings.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So make sure you guys hit her up send her, send her a DM. You know what I mean? Uh, let her know that, you know, the Vegas hangover sent you. And also by the way, you know, it's good to keep in touch with her. So that way when, um, uh, you know what I'm saying? You'll know who to hit up. Yeah, you know who to hit up. She'll get you in the club.
2: That's right. And as an added bonus, anybody who uh, mentions Vegas Hangover when they DM me will get a 10% discount off of any
0: sheets that they schedule through. Boom, 10% off. There you go, boys. There you go, guys. Well, thanks again for joining us. Uh, you know, this is the Vegas Hangover where we highlight Las Vegas people. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. So stay tuned for the next one. Uh, and thank you for
2: stopping by. Appreciate you guys for having
0: me. All right, peace.